Welcome back to the Bring It Back podcast. My name is Nathan. And I'm Micah. And we want to just have really authentic, unique conversations and try to tackle different topics that maybe you don't hear kind of navigated through the lens that we'll look at things through. We're going to use the Bible as the lens and the foundation that builds our worldview and gives us kind of the answers to some of these questions that we're talking about. So thanks for joining and let's get into it. Hey guys, hey, welcome <laughs> back, baby. Welcome back to the the Bringing It Back podcast. Thanks for being here this week. Uh, you will inevitably be hearing this two months after it's recorded because that There's tends no to be guarantee. how it goes. There's no guarantee that two months will be that time frame. But uh, <laughs> I was talking to my mom and she was like, "I listened to you guys' podcast this week, the one on gluttony," and I was like, "I don't <laughs> even remember we recording did talk that. about that at some point." Yeah, yeah. that's kind of and I mean, I'll take I'll take ninety percent ownership. No, this that. wasn't me. You know? Play some blame, dude. Yeah, no, but I, I'll take it. Oh, yeah, I appreciate uh, you taking it. Yeah, 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 because there is just things on the computer and and they get ready to go. But I, I need to figure out like an automation. Yeah, I wonder if you to can. schedule I bet those you can. posts. I bet I could. Podbean is is new new territory for me. New but territory. I, I like it. Well, dude, uh, we were just talking before the pod. You just got back from a exciting trip. Why okay, you, so why don't you tell them the celebrity? There's a couple you, different I things. Say, oh, the celebrity wait. you met oh, is what I was goodness. missing. The Dana Monique, <laughs> ninth place finisher <laughs> of The Voice. Yeah, we're in love for sure. Um, now, there's been a lot of change. I quit my job. I went on a cruise. Uh-huh. Came back to a Super Bowl party in the house, and then I had a birthday party the next day. So it's been a busy. Busy. Even though, honestly, it's really been nothing. You know, it's not like I've yeah. been doing things. It's it's like the absence of having that consistent job um, has provoked me to do a lot of other things and just yeah. say yes to basically everything and not put anything on the calendar. So yeah. a challenge for sure, but uh, one that I welcome and definitely put on myself. So yeah. feeling good, feeling a little tired, um, but that tiredness, I was talking with one of my roommates uh-huh. uh, he there's like a speech that I gave a mini speech at the the party at your birthday party yeah and uh-huh. he was like wow dude you were so tired in the car before you came in here and then whenever there's a stage you just <laughs> turn it on like i think it is a choice a lot yeah. of times like just i there was one thing my brother told me growing up just like your attitude even if you are tired like yeah. i can still be a pleasant person definitely you know? i don't need my coffee dude uh, that's funny you mentioned coffee and your brother yeah so i saw your brother you're talking about daniel i'm yep. assuming because he's your only brother that's good uh i saw him at double shot the other day and i right saw him on. so what i did was i was sitting down and i sat down my my cup of coffee and i spilled it all the whole thing Filled to the brim. I saw it on your story, bro. <laughs> I was on the top oh, section of no, Double Shot, no. right next to the balcony. It, it starts someone? like dripping no. down over the edge. And then your brother comes over, just so nice. And we're like engaging in conversation while I'm wiping up like 12 fluid <laughs> yeah, ounces like, of coffee. I have paper towels. I have a full roll of bounty here. There's like not much more dehumanizing than spilling a and beverage in public. Yeah, that's pretty bad. It's bad. So all that to say, we'll get started because this whole time that we're talking, our dear our dear guest is sitting on the phone listening just to us listening do this to us intro. Just chat, catch up. Uh, so, so today we have a very special guest. Uh, Laura Gray. Laura, thanks for being here today. Yeah, happy to be here. Thanks. Awesome. Well, so there, there's certain topics that Nate and I, I, th- I think we're we're decently well-versed guys. Uh, decent. Decent. There are some topics where I am so willing to admit are far out of my expertise. <laughs> yeah. This being this one would of be them. One. This yeah, would yeah, be yeah. one for sure. <laughs> uh, and this was one that Nate had texted me about a few weeks ago. And I was like, yeah, we should do that. 
and then I was thinking about the idea of doing research and I was like, man, it makes so much more sense to have someone like Laura come on who's so much smarter than both of us, right? Yep. Very good. Great idea. (laughs) Yeah. So Laura, just tell us a little bit about, I guess, I don't want to say your qualifications. Well, tell us first who the heck you are. And we didn't even (laughs) say what we're talking about. We're talking about conservation. Essentially, yes. there's a lot of different things to talk about is conservation. So, Laura, give us, I guess, an idea of you know, where you're at academic wise, why this is important to you. Just give us that whole update. Yeah. OK, <laughs> I will do my best to make this brief. Okay. Um, so I, as I said, I am Laura. I am currently a second year Ph.D. student studying environmental engineering at the University of Illinois. Wow. Um, I received my master's degree in environmental engineering also at Illinois two years ago, and my undergraduate degree was in biological engineering. Um, And throughout all of that study, basically, I study the climate and the environment and kind of some of the interactions between humans and the environment and what that kind of looks like, especially in urban areas. So that's kind of my background, my expertise, um, and I really have a heart for um, the environment and us as Christians caring about the world that we live in and has, that has been given to us. Wow, that was that was a great summary. Succinct and <laughs> wow. to the point. To the point. Ozzy, so good. Laura's one of the few people, that I, like I know people who like school, Laura's built different. Like I hear about that many levels of education and I can't even fathom it. It made me think, like, I went to high school, and then I did go to college, too, but I don't know if I learned a whole lot. You know? <laughs> like I, I have a degree, but... Yeah. Um, well, yeah, so I get, like I said, Laura's, you're somebody who you are far better versed. So I guess the first question I would kind of ask that I would love insight on is, mm-hmm. why the heck should I care about this? Like, why is this topic of conservation even something that uh, needs to be discussed do you feel like it's being discussed Um, Mm because it feels like a lot of fear mongering I guess from what I see Um, so I guess just give me a better understanding help me vision cast the importance of of this idea in, in conversation yeah for sure I mean, so for me, what I kind of start with, with a lot of other believers is honestly taking it back to Genesis and the creation story and how basically mankind's first job was (laughs) to take care of the earth and to be stewards of the earth and stewards of the animals that inhabited the earth. So I feel like a lot of my foundation for these conversations comes from that because we've been called to be good stewards of what the Lord has given to us and I feel like in certain ways we've kind of lost sight of that a little bit and that's not necessarily anyone's fault a lot of that has to do with how society operates um but that's something in terms of biblically that i always come back to as we should care about this because this is an amazing beautiful world that god has given to us to live in for whatever time we have um and that is why generally (laughs) very wide kind of lens looking down why i care and why i think that other believers can at least have a foundation for caring at the end of the day um i don't know if that answers the first part of your question there was a there was a couple there was other some fear-mongering parts of the question do you want me to go into that as well i just wanted to yeah confirm because uh, i was whenever i'm looking at this topic we got to find some biblical foundation yeah. for this stuff that we're going to talk about yeah. so absolutely starting there genesis 2 15 the lord took the man and put him in the garden of eden to work it mm-hmm. and to care of it so um yes. yeah like that makes sense to me 
we are not just here in some intermediary plane waiting to get to heaven. There's a purpose right. for us here on planet Earth, and one of our responsibilities yes. is to care for it. So mm -hmm. I'm with you. I'm with you on that. Um, yes. Yeah. So <laughs> awesome. I, I think we're good. We got a good foundational <laughs> yes. start there. Um, but then you know this this back half part. I mm -hmm. think that that Mike is talking about the kind of push like, hey, the end of the world is coming. You know, Mayan calendar 2012, it's all because <laughs> of you flying planes and eating meat and like you've destroyed this planet. Um, if you don't do it now in the next five years, everybody you know will melt from acid. It's like, well, okay, I don't, I don't mean, uh -huh. there's a lot of that um, that I think could right. conflate our uh, good nature and, and, and effort to want to aid and kind of this responsibility that makes it less attractive to maybe the lay person who's like, ah, I, I don't think it's that bad, so I'm just not going to do anything. So, um, yeah, right. could you just expound, like, from from your perspective, maybe the unhealthy perspective of conservationism and how it could negatively impact uh, people who are just regular and we're, we're trying to do the right thing, but that seems, right. like, really far-fetched. Yeah. Ooh, what a question. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think it's really unfortunate because with with so much of this topic, there's so much fear mongering around it. And when in reality, a lot of times the scientists themselves who are doing the research on the climate and who are looking at how things could potentially change in the future are typically honestly very hesitant to kind of say one thing either way or not because the earth is such a complex and incredible system that it's hard to be particularly sure about one thing or another. And so it's unfortunate because sometimes scientists will publish something being like, oh, our results kind of indicate that this is something that could happen. And then maybe some news outlet gets a hold of that and turns it into this really crisis heavy headline, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And this unfortunately has been going on for like two or three decades at this point. And so it's very understandable to talk to just your average Joe on the street and for them to be like, we've been hearing about this and the earth is still existing. I don't understand why I should care or what the issue is here. And so it's just, obviously, I'm not trying to blame everything on the media, but I think, unfortunately, there has been this kind of sad gap in communication between science and the media and just the everyday person and kind of seeing how an everyday person could potentially help with this. Um, I also would like to note that a lot of times in these discussions, um, Fossil fuel emissions, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna put it out in the open. Uh -huh. Honestly, some of the biggest contributors to that are not your everyday person who forgets to recycle something. That is not <laughs> it's causing the issue. Oftentimes, <laughs> these really big industries that have really, really polluting factories that are causing a lot of the issues. It's not me, Sorry. baby. I was gonna say, yeah. all I heard just now was that I'm in the clear. <laughs> so, but thanks, that's that's the episode there. All I needed, that's all I needed to hear. I guess, no. That, that's, a, yeah, that's a good clarifying point. Um, yeah. and, and I'm sure, you know, towards the end, we'll probably some have some action questions, like what can I do as, yeah. as an individual? Yeah. But um, yeah, understanding even, yeah, as the larger corporations, I mean, things that we vote on, businesses that we support, mm -hmm. like those, those yeah. uh, are important things that, we got to figure out, yeah, how do I interface with that? Um, that's good. Yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Shouldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I guess what would be the things within that still same question of, of not fear-mongering, but what are the things that mm -hmm. we should be concerned about, I guess? Like, what are the things yeah. that would be cause for conversations to need to be had about them? Hmm. Yeah, that's a good question. And I mean... 
I think it's going to depend on how the weather changes and things like that in the next few years. But when, with regards to conservation as a whole, I think of if you care about like a particular animal species, I don't know, like volunteering and getting involved with some type of nonprofit work with that. But if you're talking more about like recycling and hearing about fossil fuel emissions and things like that, um, we do, we have all this evidence of more and more carbon being put into the atmosphere back from the industrial revolution. So that has been kind of statistically significantly correlated with the fact that we are having changes in our atmosphere because there's so much more carbon up there. Um, I, <laughs> I could go more into that, but that's probably maybe a little bit too deep. Uh, <laughs> and so we know that <laughs> that is causing things to maybe behave differently than it used to and, and behave just a little bit um, with more extreme events and extreme weather events and things like that. But again, oftentimes scientists and climate scientists in particular are very hesitant to say that a particular event is caused by climate change itself or by fossil fuel emissions. Like they, they can think maybe this is a contributing factor, but oftentimes there's a lot of things involved with that. And so... In terms of things to be concerned about, I mean, I think Nate said it best. I think just being very conscious about what businesses you're supporting. Like um, maybe if you do care about recycling, that's great. But unfortunately, a lot of things don't actually get recycled. That's yeah, that's what I, I remember. There was a, a story. Maybe this was Tulsa or maybe this was a national news or something. But about a lot of yep. recycling just getting burned because something was really? wrong yep. in like the system. That we're saying, like, hey, we got all this extra stuff. And they just burned it. I was like, Dang. wait a second. I thought I washed my glass mug and yeah. threw it away and did all the right things. Yeah. I don't know much, but I know that's not good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my God. Yep, yep. And oh, you get it. And I appreciate that you washed out the mug in the first place because a lot of people don't know that like things can't be recycled if they're stupid. Wait, I, like, I, I was one of them. Uh, I don't know that. Like a wash it out, okay? I need to get yeah. my gosh. those recyclable materials out of there. And those microplastics, are you kidding me? Oh, see, you're even you're saying stuff right now that's just like over my head. We have a recycling bin at my house. Nice. We put it out. I try. Um, if you, Laura, maybe you're not uncomfortable answering this. That's okay. You're, you've mentioned the idea of these bigger corporations are being conscious about who you're supporting. Is there yeah. any maybe big or small, I guess, corporations that you would say, like, if this is a, a big issue for you that you would steer away from supporting? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's... That I don't know. That's a tough question. I mean, I feel like the easiest answer is like oil and gas companies, but they're kind of really hard to escape, especially in everyday life, because, yeah. you know, most people need gasoline to drive. No, I sure <laughs> and do. need natural gas to fuel our entire livelihoods. Um, so I think it's just kind of tricky. I mean, for me, a lot of it is not is is intentionally not trying to support something more than I maybe already have to, just that is necessitated by everyday life, if that makes sense. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, what about on the so other like, side? Is there any is any business that you'd say, I really like the way that they handle this or how aware they are or what they publish uh, that would cause me to want to support them more? Is there any, anybody that you're like, oh yeah, I love this company? 
Honestly, the first company, you guys are going to laugh about this, that comes to mind about this is actually Patagonia. Huh. Um, yeah. And they have a really nice business model with regards to sustainability and also how they pay their workers. So that's kind of the first company that, yeah. that comes to my mind. But I would have to do some more research to really honestly better fully answer that question. So I apologize. No, that's good. I, I like Patagonia. We both worked at camp, so you kind of have to in some capacity. But <laughs> right. is Patagonia, the, is that the guy who just sold the company he just donated, donated. all of his uh, yeah all of his profit yeah and he ended up uh, offloading i think it was like was it 86 bill or something like really? that it was, it was a it was a stout amount and yeah. they do a lot of different things like with uh, uh, picketing or or voting to destroy dams that really? have destroyed local you know uh, biodiverse regions huh. uh, and then one of their sustainability things is just worn wear where they will take back like yeah, damaged back. clothing yeah, and have repair that. it or even resell if people trade it in so yeah a lot of eat from the the tiny things of like an individual's clothing right. to larger things like hey this is negatively impacting the environment um let's all stand around it and make things change oh. uh, so yeah they nice. are, I, yeah i'd agree nice laura good good shout out nice <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, I'm sure we all own pieces of Patagonia clothing having worked at camp. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I guess to go back to kind of your question earlier about what maybe you should be concerned about. Um, I mean, I think with with cities that are on coasts and rivers in general, they're more at risk just of climate extremes, just regardless, like thinking about hurricanes and things like that in Florida and the hurricane that hit New York a few years ago. Yeah. So I think something concrete that a lot of believers can be aware of is that there is probably going to be more of these kind of more extreme weather events like we're already seeing in California and other places and maybe kind of figuring out how you can support in those times of what is happening um, and being there to support cities after natural disasters uh, but also kind of like your local politicians who you support the kind of infrastructure that you're trying to get built in your city or in other cities honestly um, and seeing if there's kind of some solutions that will maybe help decrease issues with like urban flooding in the case of places that maybe have a lot of issues with extreme rainfall. What are they doing to help with that so that people don't have to deal with their homes being flooded? So I think just kind of practical things that are often associated with natural disasters is something to be um, kind of cognizant of because we're probably going to see more of those events in the future and just being aware that that is a very real possibility. Huh. Do you have any idea how uh, or an effective way to measure um, the frequency of these natural disasters uh, in the past and then where we're at today? And then is there correlation or causation because of those increased carbon emissions? Right. So again, I would say, I, <laughs> I don't want to use the term causation, and I think most, yeah. most <laughs> scientists would also not use that term. I think they would say that there is a correlation, um, and there's there's data that's published on this. I don't know it off the top of my head, but there has been more extreme kind of climate, like hydroclimatic weather events, probably in the past decade or two that we're seeing that's kind of... And another thing that's associated with these type of events is that they're stronger than we have seen in like our past record of these storms. So we're seeing higher grade hurricanes and things like that. Um, maybe not necessarily as frequent, but also maybe higher in intensity as well. And this is all stuff that you can 
read about. <laughs> um, and again, I think that there is a correlation, but most scientists are very, very cautious to say causation. We think that there's at least a correlation and it is certainly not helped that we have so much more carbon in the atmosphere with these type of events. Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out, like there's this passage uh, in Colossians 1, it's 19 through 20. I'm gonna read it once, maybe twice, um, so you can hear it and kind of pick it apart with me. But it says, for God was pleased to have all his fullness dwell in him and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether things on earth or things in heaven, by making peace through his bloodshed on the cross. So like the main part in there is kind of in the middle. Um, so he was pleased um, to have him reconcile all things, whether things on earth or in heaven. So I'm thinking about like reconciling things on earth and, you know, if our pursuit of caring for the land would be to reduce the number of natural disasters or to have you know a, a wider biodiversity or to see fewer animals go extinct i'm trying to find like what is the picture or what's the goal what's the thing that we're kind of headed towards and as like just a regular christian who is trying to support that vision of caring for the earth here and then we're it's kind of like we're practicing for caring for the earth 2.0 whenever it comes mm -hmm. uh, like how, how do i like what's the picture what's the thing that we're, we're actually trying to work toward mm. oh <laughs> question um i think i think it's tough because of course you know we do want to see wholeness here on earth and that is the lord's will as well but we also still do live in the reality of living in a fallen world yeah that mm -hmm. is broken and there has been natural disasters on this planet for as long as it has existed probably yeah. since the fall you know um and so in terms of coming into wholeness i think just just caring <laughs> i think my answer would come mm -hmm. back come back to just kind of caring for creation and whatever that looks like for you because in some way, we're not going to see the end of natural disasters. I mean, we've seen so many species go extinct and the world is still turning. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not mm -hmm. saying that's the best outcome, but we're st all still here today and we're still living. But I think just kind of keeping an appreciation for what the Lord has provided and maybe kind of spending some time praying about and seeing what that could look like in your own life. Um, I'm not sure how to answer that more on a larger scale, but I don't know if that does answer your question at all. No, I think it's good. I like in my mind, I'm trying to, yeah, like process through like, what's the picture. And the first things that popped in my head are basically just like trash. <laughs> like this is the yeah. thing that I think <laughs> yeah. of. And I think about yeah. like places that I've gone in the past that are littered with trash or communities, even in Tulsa where I live now, where there's yeah. just a chain link fence and there's just, you know, wrappers from all these Doritos that are just scattered all over there. Mm -hmm. And I think, man, mm -hmm. I, I want to see this place fully restored and like people taking ownership. And I would, I would think that the picture would be like things cleaned up, 
like honestly like lawns maintained and spaces that are open for people to enjoy and so i think all three of us like we at camp got to practice you know shepherd's eye yeah um and just (laughs) everywhere like even to this day if i'm walking somewhere and i just see a little piece of trash you gotta pick it up you gotta pick it up you gotta pick it up and i think that's a good like you know like discipline yeah kind of got ingrained into us and if people are listening and they've never done that like shepherd's eye it's just having this perspective of a shepherd who's constantly on the lookout for that one little wandering sheep just ensuring that things are taken care of and are in a place where we can do business with Mm god um and so yeah like picking up those little pieces of trash and then i think about what that enables like people feel Mm -hmm. like a freedom there's a burden when my room is dirty Mm -hmm. uh like there's a responsibility that i know i gotta clean this up because it's taking up space in my head and so for me i'm trying to think of like the you know like the actual part like what about (laughs) conserving or caring for the things that are around me i do love nature and i do want to make sure that i care for the things that are around me i don't know if i can do everything on the planet Mm -hmm. earth but uh (laughs) i do know that i can probably improve in some little areas where where i do have ownership right yeah i like i like the idea of ownership that you're getting at and i think that's big like like laura mentioned in genesis we see like you know be fruitful multiply and then like subdue the earth like that's the call that that the lord has given to mankind so if we want to again like not nitpick the parts of scripture that we like and don't like like if if we believe that the lord has given us ownership to steward uh, this planet that he's gifted us with well then i think that that discounts any belief from saying, oh, I, it's just not my issue to care about. Yeah. Because I think if we're gonna yeah. if we're gonna view it through the context of a call and like the ownership that God's given us, we all have a responsibility to play in that. I think the first step is just the matter of like realizing that you do have a role to play, which is difficult for someone like me who's just like not educated. Which is why I'm here talking to someone <laughs> like Laura, nice. who gets me fired up. Like I'm ready to go change the world right now. <laughs> I'm so glad. Glad to hear it. Um, what, so I've, one thing that I am wondering, maybe you don't have an answer to this, but you mentioned like certain mm-hmm. animals going extinct. Do you have a certain mm-hmm. animal species that you're just believing God for, that you're worried about them, and that you're interceding <laughs> for, you're lifting up every day? Oh, man. <laughs> that is also a good question. <laughs> Do you I, have one? You know, I think, I, you know, the, fir- the first creature that comes to mind when you talk about this is honestly the polar bears. <laughs> Coca-Cola mascot, baby. Uh-huh. The Coca-Cola mascot. I just they're just cute to look at from afar. I just want them to continue like living their lives, you know? Yeah, that's a great answer. I don't have one. <laughs> I don't think I have one either. I'm trying to think like I remember that video of that turtle with the straw on its nose. Yeah, that was a bad idea. Yeah. But then I had to drink out of paper straws, which sorry Laura if that offends you, but it's just like oh <laughs> like just take off I'd rather take off the lid and drink it at that yeah, point. I'm the same. Like, like I'm, I don't I'm gonna need, I don't need the straw. Yeah, like I don't need a straw. Right. I'm gonna I'm gonna risk my, my teeth health. Have you seen the the movie? Uh, Crazy Stupid Love where Ryan Gosling is talking to the guy, uh, Steve Carell is the guy who plays him he nice. says like don't drink out of a straw he makes fun of him because he drinks out of a straw so ever since I watched that I yeah, like, like try to steer away from straws I don't, I'm not a straw guy because it hits my masculinity but also for conservation purposes there it is <laughs> <laughs> that's good hey is there uh, something Laura I think you mentioned um, like each of us as an individual should maybe pray about and ask God like what's something I can do is there anything yeah. else you can charge us with uh, to kind of continue further exploring this maybe watch a documentary or mm-hmm. a specific mm-hmm. call to action uh, yeah. where you'd say yeah if this is something you feel like taking more personal responsibility of because of what mm-hmm. scripture says you could start here yeah 
I mean, I think something that's really easy to do is that a lot of towns and cities have kind of these nonprofit organizations or maybe land trusts or things like that that have a particular piece of land that they try to take care of and maintain with. And organizations like that are always looking for volunteers. And I, it depends on how you feel about volunteering, of course. But I, I think it. that that's a great way that you can just make hands on, you know, just like go do a highway cleanup or, nice. some, yeah. or something like small along those lines to kind of help you see that this is something concrete in your city on the ground that you can actually do. So that's kind of the first thing that comes to my mind with that. And I I personally would love it if we could see more even like church groups going and doing yeah. something yeah. like that. Kind of maybe leading the charge or that people would realize like, oh, these people also care about this city and want to like maintain this place in the way that we also care about it. Um, so that's just, that's kind of a personal soapbox of mine. But I think that's something easy. Um, in terms of documentaries, I don't know that I have any off the top of my head that I would just absolutely go starstruck for. I mean, I think everyone appreciates an episode of Planet Earth. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> if I, you want, I'll take if you that want as some appreciation, yeah. you know. Um, but yeah, and I think I think that's just a small thing that you can do or even just recycling does some things you know it's nice to, <laughs> to <kind of laughs> help recycle but i think like what even nate was talking about like being conscious of picking up trash and things like that um is also like a small way that you can really make a change in your own life and the way that you are viewing your environment and how you're interacting with it wow what a great answer yeah, so dude, well spoken yes. you are out of, you're you kind of i realized this just a second ago very leslie nope tonight with like oh my <laughs> the articulation of the yeah. articulation of these like these big issues i just can't get over that i realized that a few seconds ago um that's such high praise Thank yeah you so wow you're welcome uh, laura last question we have that we'll ask you before we go is do you have any music yeah. recommendations for all of our listeners Music recommendations. Oh my gosh, this is this is a great question. I'm sure you guys have recommended Zach Winters to all of your listeners. Have, have we've, we? We've yeah. talked about Zach we've for sure, but I, give us. Do you have a specific song yeah. or an album you'd recommend? Ooh, uh, oh my gosh. Wait, and it's okay if not. You know, like he's dude's on fire. You could pick any album, any <laughs> song, and be like, I vibe with this. Yeah. Today, actually, he posted on his Instagram. He said, "Thanks for the most streams ever yesterday for oh. all of you love and sad boy listeners." Oh, so it was like for people just like the lovey dovey kind of song, but also sometimes we get a little sad. You listen to the oh, it was Valentine's Day. Day. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I mean, I think all of his stuff is good. I have a special place in my heart for the to have you around album oh yeah yeah um i think that one's fun but also another artist that i have just been so into over the past year is the band camino i don't know if either of you listened to them yeah i listened, I listened to them today while i played pickleball did you really yeah oh my God. i've listened to their stuff before good wreck yeah solid wreck Wow, that's great. Well, Laura, thanks so much for for the time today. We know you're a busy person. You probably got papers to write. You got studies to complete. So thanks for giving us a few minutes to, to yeah. pick your brain. We really do appreciate you. Yeah, thank you guys for having me and even thinking of me. I really appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, all right, Laura, we'll, uh, we'll talk to you later, okay? Yeah, sounds great. Thank all right. Work. See ya. See ya. Bye-bye. Bye. She is so smart. She's very smart.
Yeah, that was fun to talk with her yeah. about this stuff. Yeah. I love talking with people that are passionate and, like, educated on issues. Yeah. I could listen to them talk all day. I, yeah, honestly, for me, this is just talking about other pods, but uh-huh. Joe Rogan was a, the first podcast that I sat down and listened to. Uh-huh. We are just people talking. I was working a job out in California with David, one mm-hmm. of my friends, uh, one of my best friends. I'll put the B before the F. Yeah. Um, and just Jordan Peterson and others. Yeah. Um, it's having... People who are really educated in their fields talk about what they yeah, have dude. been spending hours reading over books and learning uh, more about. So, yeah, Laura Gray, great person to talk to. She's yeah. learning more about this and helping make the world a better place. Yeah, that's great. Well, thanks for listening today, guys. Hope you got something out of it. I learned something, too. So uh, we appreciate you all. We'll see you next time. I love you. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>